Greetings, patriots. This is Perry Green with God in America, and I want to thank you for listening in today. Our podcast title is Making America Exceptional Again, or Great Again. I remember reading from David Barton and others that the Bible is the most quoted source in the documents of our founders and framers. If I remember correctly, some legitimate fact-checkers, that is researchers, perused hundreds of founding documents to find the sources for their thoughts and actions. The Bible ranked the highest with 34%. That's more than four times the second most quoted source. The most cited book of the Bible was the book of Deuteronomy. While the book of Psalms was the most quoted by Jesus, the book of Deuteronomy was often quoted by him as well. I thought that for a few days I would use the book of Deuteronomy for my morning devotionals and try to see it from the perspective of our forefathers. By the way, I'm using the Founders Bible and am reading the articles that go along with certain passages for even more insight. I highly recommend this study Bible. You can get it at wallbuilders.com, and for a slight fee, David Barton will even autograph it. The American Patriots Bible is another good source. Well, don't be surprised that you hear podcasts from Deuteronomy over the next few weeks. After all, when people are influenced by certain books of the Bible as our founders and framers were, it would be a good idea to explore it. Maybe it will influence us as it did them. I've spoken before about Alexis de Tocqueville in past podcasts. I like his words because he was a French statesman and historian who came to America to see it for himself. He was impressed on every level. He wrote in his book, Democracy in America, the following, The positions of Americans is quite exceptional, and it may be believed that no democratic people will ever be placed in a similar one. As Barton points out in his article, this is the origin of the term American exceptionalism. That has to do with our unprecedented stability, prosperity, and liberties which came out of our God-given rights and practices. Our founders and framers followed the biblical pattern for government as well as economics, and they flourished. It must have been confusing to the world to see the young nation America prospering so rapidly. I'm sure you've heard of Donald Trump's Make America Great Again campaign. You may even own one of his hats. I've even heard the new campaign slogan is, Make America Great Again Again. That is the concept that has appeal to Americans. Obama gave what some called an apology tour of the world. In it, he apologized for the greatness of America. While America and Americans are not sinless, the majority has been in sync with the guidance of God, that is, until recent times. So Trump struck into the DNA of America by reminding us of our former greatness. While President Trump is correct about our former exceptionalism, we must not forget its origins. It has never been in our politicians. George Washington may indeed be the greatest American to have ever lived, but our greatness did not come from him. We've had good economics over the years, depending on the policies of those in power, but economics is not the source of our prominence in the world. By the way, how's our current economy working for you? Even Donald Trump has recognized that the true greatness of America is in God through his son Jesus. He is correct. The key to American exceptionalism is not Americans. It is God and following his precepts. The book of Deuteronomy will bear this out more than once, so I will try not to be too redundant when I hit on those chapters, but you already know this to be true. In many ways, we can see a parallel of America and the history of the Hebrews. This is especially true for Moses' hearers of this farewell address of Moses we call the book of Deuteronomy. 
They were the generation that grew up in the wilderness. Most of them had not experienced the providence of God at the original Passover or the Red Sea. So Moses reminds them of all God had done just before he dies and they enter the promised land. He was urging them to follow God and they would prosper as a result. As a nation, America had been freed from the slavery of the King of England. They experienced the providence of God. They prospered by following him. Both nations faltered when they did not. We need to not only relearn our history, we need to relearn what it means to follow God. In fact, as we relearn the history of America, we get glimpses as to what it means to follow God by seeing the faith of our forefathers. I want to close with this passage in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verses 30 and 31, and you make the application. The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight for you just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes and in the wilderness where you have seen how the Lord your God carried you as a man carries his son all the way that you went until you came to this place. So as we close, I want to encourage you to keep the light of our exceptional God burning.